Hello, hello everyone. Happy social distancing day. Uh, my name is Jared Waters, two-time wrestling champ, stand-up comedian, host of the podcast, One Man, One Tree, and a Hill. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, like, I don't even know what day it is. I know that it is... I know that it is March 24th, but I don't know what day of the quarantine or the day or the social distancing. I don't know. But I know, if you don't know, if you're not living under a rock, if you're like Jared Leto, you just came back to the society. Right now, the coronavirus has broke loose. 25,000 people are infected inside New York City. Inside New York City, California has been shut down. Uh, New York City, the, the stores are still open. Turns out. I think I read this. Turns out that the people that work at grocery stores are stronger than anybody in the world. So they're still working. Hopefully they get compensated, uh, stacked up on food, doing good. And a lot of people are, a lot of people going crazy by themselves. A lot of people don't know what to do. A lot of people are, uh, you could, you, it's, a lot of people are getting creative. A lot of people are just TikToking. A lot of TikToks. A lot of TikToks. But I know TikTok gets old. A lot of people are stressed out because their kids are in the house and they have to work and teach their kids online. <sighs> I know it's tough. I am teaching online and it is it is rough trying to grab, especially a kindergartner's attention for more than 15 minutes is very hard because an adult's attention span is 15 minutes. So a lot of people text me, Jared, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. And honestly, I'm looking at the the bright side of things. The bright side is like I am well rested. I I didn't know I never slept like this before. I realize I work extremely hard, but it's good to take some time off and getting some Bible verses read, caught up on my Bible plan, wrote some sketches and stuff like that. And sometimes you can find a gym in these dark places. And the gym that I found, ladies and gentlemen, was this Netflix show, Tiger King. Tiger King. Now it's it's trending it's trending on Twitter, but I didn't even find it through Twitter. I found it because I was just. Me and my lady were talking about something, and I just saw Netflix, and the trailer caught me. I'll play the trailer. I'll play the trailer. I'll play the trailer, and this is how you can get caught as well. Listen to this. The arm is completely gone. We do not have time to wait. That was the uh, the trailer for Tiger King. Now, clearly, the show wasn't about that. I thought it was about tigers being attacked, and this. Joe Dirt looking feller. I was like, who was this guy? <laughs> turns out, turns out, uh, Tiger King is not about about animal attacks. It's about these these people who have these tiger sanctuaries, tiger sanctuaries, and it's very different because the fact is, the fact first the fact about tigers. I thought the only people that had tigers were uh, gangsters, people that lived in like uh, different countries where there's a lot of tigers. And most all mob movies, sometimes they just give people tigers. They always give people tigers. I was just watching uh, Narcos on Netflix. And Narcos, they gave uh, Juan Don, they gave the leader of the Guadalajara gang, Miguel, a tiger. And they said the reason why you like tigers is because tigers, they don't attack. They love to sneak attack you. 
They don't attack from in front of you because they don't like looking at eyes. They like sneak attacking you. They don't get a thrill of you knowing it's coming, which I found unique. So I was wondering, I was like, man, what, what is this show going to be about? And next, you know, I was like, who was this, 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 <laughs> this guy who looks just like Joe Dirt? And turns out his name is, is Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic is the main character, <laughs> is the main character of the show. Uh, he lives in, <laughs> he's a gun-toting operator of an Oklahoma Big Cat Park. And he's been accused of hiring someone to kill his chief rival, Carol Basket. That's all you got to know. And uh, I'm watching this show, freaking watching this show, because they say, like, most tigers, they said tigers are endangered species, right? Let me calm down. Tigers are endangered species. And there's 4,000 tigers in the wild right now, in the whole world. 4,000 tigers that are in the wild. And there are 10,000 tigers that live in America alone. That is, that is wild to me. So all these regular people in this country in rural areas just have these, these tigers, they just have all these tigers <laughs> just randomly around. So I don't know, and crazy in my head, like I like seeing animals attack. I don't know why, but I just like its nature. So I thought the show was going to be about that. But it's just about all these these backwoods people. I'm not even going to say backwoods. Some of these boys is rednecks. Some of these boys are, <laughs> some of these people are just unique characters. And I'm glad I've been quarantined. Well, I've, I'm quarantining myself so I can watch this show. So Joe Exotic is the main character. Before we get to Joe Exotic, we're going to talk about the other characters. Well, we'll just talk about Joe. So Joe lives in Oklahoma. He is a gay polygamist. He's a gay polygamist. And whatever you can think of, he's, a, he's straight. He looks like Joe. Imagine Joe Dirt with an edge. He's definitely <laughs> Joe Dirt with an edge. He has an online online tv show and people are telling me about this like maybe four years ago about you gotta guess when uh florida governor so when the governor went like oh shout out to andrew gilliam oh boy you getting into some mess speaking of whoa andrew what are we doing brother what what is we doing uh not to get sidetracked andrew gilliam was caught uh face down in a hotel uh blacked out with methamphetamine when the police got him with uh, some male escorts, and he said that he was drunk at a wedding party. <laughs> what? And then when the escort woke up, he's like, I didn't go to no wedding party. I thought I was here for Andrew. We'll come back to that later. So it turns out, so they're floating for Florida governor, and I remember everyone was making fun of this, like, Joe Dirt character, uh, Joe Exotic, for running for governor. I never thought about it because he's in you know, Florida, so I was just laughing. I was like, he's crazy. Uh, I thought I was a Florida governor, but it turns out this dude was running for Oklahoma's governor. But they always loop the crazy people in Florida because, you know, in Florida we get the rejects from every other state that moved down to Florida. That's the reason why they loop it to Florida. So Joe Exotic lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh, he, he starts out as a lovable tiger person. He's wild and crazy, but you got to be crazy to be around tigers all day. Like the only person I know that was around, Mike Tyson had tigers. And he was punching tigers and slamming them and stuff like that. So you got to be a little crazy to to have tigers that you play with. Mike Tyson called them cats. So Joe Exotia, Exotic, Exotia, Joe Exotic has his tiger kingdom, and his tiger kingdom is very different because he's more like Robin Hood a little bit. He's the least likely person to have uh, all these tigers. He's not that rich. He's kind of just, just getting by, just getting by, you know. All of his money happens through pretty much 
petting baby tigers and bringing tigers people to his tiger sanctuary, which is illegal to sell baby tigers because they're endangered. But all these dudes are trading tigers. They're like trading pit bulls, you know, undocumented. They sell them by trade, whatever. So the reason why his, you start loving him because he hires convicts. He just, his is like the outcast place where he hires just convicts, people with no legs that felt like they've been outcast from society. He has a heart from and he brings them there. And they work, and they. this is the only place in the world where you could be the head tiger keeper at a zoo, and you found it on Craigslist. So a lot of his people that work for him, like the closest people to him, he just found on Craigslist. There are people down and out. So that's why you kind of feel for Joe, because Joe's doing a good thing. But at the same time, when people work for you that don't really have anything, they're either loyal to you, or you can tell that you can kind of boss them around and stuff like that, like Eric. Cowie, that was the long-haired dude inside the show that uh, found the job on Craigslist and started taking care of tigers. So Joe has a system where he takes care of tigers. Joe has a system where uh, he breeds tigers at the crib. He breeds tigers. He breeds. Uh, he sets up the tigers. He breeds them, and he shows them around. He pets people, pet baby tigers. You can take pictures with them and stuff like that. But where Joe gets all of his food from, he has everything set up. He has a system. He goes to Walmart, and they throw all this meat away every day when people, like, take out meat or meats expire, and he feeds them to the tigers. You know, because tigers, you know, I know they need more food than that, but at the same time, it's a lot of food, like a lot of food. And these are, like, people, like, the people on his staff are eating the food. So that's Joe. So Joe is a part of this tiger community where everyone has tigers. They all link up. They all, it's kind of a fraternity a little bit, like a, outcast fraternity and he's accused of trying to hire someone to murder his rival carol baskin now paragat carol is considered the mother Teresa, the mother Teresa of tigers because they think she's trying to save tigers when you see her she has flowers all over her head and she has long hair and she gets rescue tigers she gets rescue tigers and she has a big, huge internet presence. And that's the reason why she kind of pokes out amongst the other guys. She has this initiative called Big Cat Rescue, where people take cats they don't need or cats from the zoo or old cats, and she brings them to her sanctuary in Tampa, Florida. Shout out to everybody from Tampa. And we would always drive past there. I just never stopped there because I was like, what a big cat rescue. I thought it was just for like, I don't know what it was. I know it was a picture of a tiger, but I didn't know what it was. So, so it's Big Cat Rescue, so she goes up to Congress and she says that people should stop uh, breeding breeding uh, tigers and selling them, and she's always doing investigations. So she's like a, she's kind of a troll a little bit. She doesn't want, she wants Congress to stop and put a law about how people can't have these tigers anymore and have like different licenses for tigers, and she's dressed up in a tiger print outfit and everything else. And she kind of trolls Joe a little bit. She trolls Joe. She's with PETA. She's trying to pretty much get his organization to shut down. She's giving him bad press. She hires people to film uh, what goes on at his tiger sanctuary in Oklahoma. And Oklahoma and Tampa is kind of far. You know, they're completely rivals. They don't, they don't, they live in two different markets. They would never have to see each other. They definitely could cope in peace. But she feels like everyone should be shut down. And the crazy thing about Miss Carol is Carol started her whole business how Joe did. She started breeding baby tigers. People would sell tigers to her. 
And that's how she started. This old guy sold tigers to her, and Carol has a husband. Her husband's name is John. Now this is where it gets this is where it gets crazy, uh, with John. So excuse me, Don. Don Lewis is Carol's ex-husband. Is Carol's ex-husband. Don has kids before he met Carol, and they were together. Uh, he said that she was walking on the side of the road, and he wanted to give her a ride, and he gave her his pistol, and said, "If you feel." feel threatened or something like that you can kill me very romantic some some definitely some country stuff <laughs> but don made all his money he was a millionaire he made all his money selling things selling baby tigers everything else he had all this rich money and all of a sudden don wanted to go to costa rica that was his goal he wanted to go to costa rica and he wanted to move from tampa to costa rica and take all the tigers i know this sounds like some backwoods stuff that i made up this is a freaking show this is a real this is a real freaking show. Uh, I gotta stop saying, uh, I noticed that about me. Uh, I hate that when I listen to old podcasts. And I'm like, ah, uh, I'll find a new word. So, like I said, we grow. It's just me by myself, so I can't edit this. This is just me growing professionally. So Don wants to move to Costa Rica. So Don's getting ready to move to Costa Rica, and the day before, Don comes up missing. Nobody knows who he is. No one says anything. His wife doesn't go out looking for him. Nothing. His kids don't know where he is. So everybody thinks that Don was killed by his wife, Carol. And I believe so, too, because they say when someone's missing in Florida, you have to wait five years. And after the last after five years, you could take their insurance, you could take their will and you can become the executive and take their assets. And not even a day after five years hit, she went over there, took everything and his Don had a personal assistant, and all of Don's friends say that Don would never do this. Whenever he's uh, missing, when he drives up his airplane, people will find him. And Carol goes, he used to drive without a license in his airplane. Who knows? He must be, he must be, he must be outside of the beach somewhere. Probably fell into the ocean, and no one can find him again. That's the problem number one. Also. Carol and her, her new husband, they broke into Ann McQueen's office. Ann McQueen is Don's assistant and stole his will. They stole his will and stole everything he wanted to live by. She said all of a sudden the lights cut out and they stole his will. And Don's family said that his daughters and ex-wife said that she said they try, they're scared to talk to Carol or Carol frees him out of money. So this is the first time ever they started talking. So that's Carol. So Carol and Joe are going at it, right? They're just they're just really trolling each other. Carol is more professional because she has more money. Joe is really much Joe Dirt. He really doesn't have that much money, so he's trolling. He has an internet show, which is just... <laughs> Both of them have bad graphics. She has a show, and he has a show, but Joe is just making content, so he's trolling. He's, like, shooting off pistols at her, her doppelganger. Joe makes a, a reality... He makes a music video... Uh, about her burying her husband and having the tigers eat him. And it's actually like really funny trolls. They're really just trolling people. Joe's finding pictures of her uh, online with like uh, bloody rabbits that they feed to, they feed to tigers. So Joe posts the picture online and then goes down there to Tampa to protest and <laughs> dresses up as a, as a rabbit and puts blood all over himself and saying, don't come here. So this is all fun stuff. Where Joe F's up is Joe copyright infringement. Hers Big Cat Rescue and he makes and he makes an exact identical one like Big Cat whatever 
and he gets he gets sued for it because definitely you can't mess with business like that. So Joe gets sued, but Joe doesn't have the type of money that Carol has. So Joe has to start attesting for the stuff that he's doing. He gets subpoena. And the thing about it is, it's not just Joe versus Carol. It's just Carol has pissed off the whole cat community. So the other person in the cat community is Doc Antle. Now, Doc Antle is a love guru. And these are, I think they're all cult leaders. Before I go to Doc, no, 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 I will go to Doc because Doc influenced Joe. So Doc is Joe's mentor. Doc has been in the business longer than all of them. And uh, so Doc calls himself, call him Dr. Braganovin which is a, a love name saying like the the goal is like you can only get his powers if he makes love to you. And all the girls that work with him started when they were 16 or 17. So what is, what in the, what in the Robert are we going on here, sir? And he lures the girls in with the cats. So he does, they say he doesn't do anything to them, but when they become of age of 18, he takes them as a wife and he gives him a house on his in Myrtle Beach. He has this big sanctuary, this mansion. He lives and he keeps him there. And one of his old girls that uh, that left, she said that when you wake up, he just schedules you an appointment to get your breast to get breast implants. And <laughs> and it's like, what what are you doing? So he has all these beautiful women, but they're of age now. They're still pretty, but he has that, and he has all these kids inside the house, and he trains tigers. So that's Doc. Doc, as well, has all these baby cubs and baby tigers and stuff like that, but you can tell that Doc's been in the business for a long time, and he really has a care for Joe. That's him. And the next one, the next dude is, uh, he, he actually went to jail. He went to, he went to jail. His name is Mario, Mario Tabun. Now, Mario is like another OG. He went to jail because he was a drug kingpin, and he went to prison, and he got an appeal, and he got out. And he was the one that really blew the whistle on Carolyn because he goes, I know when they first started because I sold them their first tiger. So Carol doesn't want them to do any of this stuff, right? So Carol thinks that big cats should not be uh, inside these houses, but she has it like that. And the crazy thing about this whole show is nobody gets paid any money. Joe, all of Joe's staff lives in trailers. And the reason why we say that Doc influenced Joe because Doc is a polygamist and he has like four wives. And Joe has two husbands and same thing doc gets his girls when they're 17 they're young joe gets all of his husbands when they're like 19 and they're hooked on drugs so he keeps feeding them drugs so they can stay with them and, and then one time they all get married and i don't know what type of marriages they're having because freak i <laughs> i freaking i've never seen any marriages like this where you don't sign any paperwork but you know maybe it is so his first husband, his name's John Finley. He has no teeth. He's, uh, I think he's on meth as well. And his second husband is Travis, who's 19 years old. And they all had a triple marriage where he married both of them. And they said to keep them, <laughs> to keep them, he would just give them trucks and let them do anything. So Joe's like middle class, you know. He don't have that much money, but it's enough to stay afloat, feed the tigers, do everything else. So Doc mentors, Doc mentors him. Doc is a love guru. And then we got... Tony Montana, who's everything else. So Joe is going against Carol. Carol subpoenas him, and she sues him for a million dollars, and she wins. So he has to get the million dollars back. He has to give the million dollars to her, and she's taking his assets. And the thing about it is he doesn't have anything but tigers. So so he's like, he's, he's on these online. He's calling Carol every name. He's shooting pistols at her dummy and stuff like that. 
Like just just typical troll stuff. But he owes a million dollars now because it's copyright infringement. So he has no money, and he meets this guy named Jeff. Now Jeff seems like a cool dude. He invites him to his mansion. Turns out Jeff doesn't own the mansion. Jeff is a con artist and cons Joe. Cons Joe, but he encourages Joe, and he pays Joe $10,000 to fight Carol. So they're both fighting Carol. Joe's trying his best. But Joe can't keep up, can't keep up with payments, so a lawyer advised Joe to sell his zoo to Jeff. Now Jeff owns a zoo, and Joe's pretty much the face of the zoo. So Joe hires Trav excuse me, Jeff hires Travis. Now Travis is this bald-headed goon that has a teardrop in his eye. So obviously he killed somebody, but he probably probably killed a tiger or something like that. So they pretty much want to get Joe out of there. So they're pretty much they're shooting a reality TV show about him, and there's a reality TV show guy, and he's got all this footage about Joe, and all of a sudden he's going to turn it in because Joe's in trouble, and Joe blows up the studio. <laughs> he blows up the studio, so they lose all the footage. They lose all the footage, lose all the freaking footage. And at the same time, Carol is just like she's still trolling. She's uh, taking everything he got every time he gets something. She wants to take his bed. She takes everything out. So instead of Joe giving Carol his assets, he's blowing it up. He's blowing up his bed. He's <laughs> he's shooting shooting bed, shooting everything else. But the crazy thing is that Joe is so likable that jo Joe's not crazy. He's just not that smart, you know? So Joe runs for governor. There's no chance he's going to win governor of Oklahoma, but he's entertaining. He's bringing tigers. And at the time, he doesn't have any money, so he's using the money from the zoo to support that. Jeff doesn't like it. And all of a sudden, Jeff brings in his, his boy, James. And Joe doesn't like James. Joe calls him uh, Fat Chucky and James as well. James has exotic animals. James wants to put his money together, so him and him and Jeff are trying to, I guess they're trying to clean up clean up the zoo a little bit. They're trying to get a new vibe of the zoo. And then all of a sudden, they're trying to get Joe away, and they say that Joe's stealing money, and they hit up Carol, and Jeff goes, hey, if you want to get rid of Joe, I got information for you. Call me back. So when they call him back, the feds call him because I guess they're looking into him funneling money because he's using money that he doesn't have to run for governor, because when you run for governor, they start looking into all your stuff. So the I think the whole is problem was that Jeff, that Joe never should have ran for governor, because when you run for governor, they have to like look inside of you and like dig up dirt. So Jeff hits up Carol and I got information for you, and he said that he called the feds and said that Joe hired someone to kill you, and he said he hired what is this dude's name? Travis? No, he didn't hire Travis. He hired Alan. He said he hired Alan to kill him. So they call Alan. Alan says, no, I didn't freaking throw a killer. I went to South Carolina and went home. So I think Jeff set up everything. Jeff is a con artist. He cons everybody else. In the end of the show, he tries to set up a zoo, and all of a sudden he leaves the guy with the zoo. I think Jeff set up Joe because Joe was so lovable that he's stupid. Of course he said that he would kill somebody and he paid somebody money. But what Joe does the most coldest stuff, he takes the stand. And he just explains himself. No lawyer or anything else takes a stand and says, I'm not going to do it. The only thing I didn't like about Joe is at the end when he got sent to prison for 22 years, he just started snitching. He's like, I'm going to rat on everybody. I'm, they're all going down. Like, hold up, buddy. This is in the tiger community. You guys sell tigers. It's what you guys do. We get that.
So Joe gets locked up. Oh, before that, no, 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 F that. Sorry, I'm all bumping on. I'm just so excited. Joe is married to two dudes. His husband, Travis, is high off meth, and he kills himself in front of one of Joe's colleagues. So Joe's effed up. He's crying, and it's just Joe shouldn't have. Joe had to lead a, a funeral, and Joe's the center of attention, and Joe starts singing one of his songs, and he's just telling just the most inappropriate stories that's supposed to happen at a funeral. He said, if you know Travis, he always had his balls out. Had his balls on my head a couple times. <laughs> a couple times. Uh, right in front of his mom. And then he starts singing one of the songs that he wrote because he wants to be a country singer. Then his other husband leaves and gets the secretary pregnant. And they're interviewing Joe. He goes, what's happening? I keep falling in love with straight guys, man. I can't I can't freaking hold them. I'm ugly. I can't. It's hard for me to hold these hold these guys down. So two months after his husband dies, he marries a young kid named Dylan, who's 19, young kid that doesn't know anything. And it's just it's just freaking weird. It's just freaking weird. And the feds start investigating. So the feds start investigating. They make the Chucky dude an informant, which like who an informant like who who's going to Oklahoma to make an informant out of him? So he goes over there and he tells Jeff pretty much the feds are coming, they're coming to get you. You need to express and tell them everything. So Jeff goes, Hey, I didn't do anything. It was Joe. Joe hit up Alan. And Alan did this, and Alan was supposed to kill him. And when Joe says, this is like he say, she say, Joe goes, I gave him money because Jeff told me to give him $3,000 for him to leave because he's not working on the farm, and I believe that. I believe that Joe didn't do anything. I think Joe was just guilty of just talking too much. He was just talking too much. And when you talk to all the tiger dudes in the community, they just say they love Joe. They just think Joe's too stupid to do something like that. So they free my dog, Joe, Free my dog Joe Exotic. Freak. I know who to call. I'm about to call my lady. I just made my lady watch this watch this show. I didn't make her do anything. She's a free woman. But uh I'm gonna call her and see what she got. Hold on, let me call her. Alright, here we go. Lady. Yes. You're live on the podcast on One Man, One Tree, One Hill. Say what up to the people. Hello. Lady, you just you just watched the show. You watched the show, right? Yes, last night. What let's let's go over who was your favorite characters? None. You didn't like any of the characters? Well, no, because all of them are sneaky. Sneaky like what? Let's 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 run through the characters first. Okay. Which one you want to start a, first? I think I personally believe Joe didn't do anything. Um I think Joe's guilty of just being stupid. I think all of them are guilty, to be fair, but in this situation of a murder by for hire, I think he's not the only one in the situation. I believe that he was set up, and yes, for being stupid, but to be fair, he wanted her to be gone. So I think he was just—he was just talking. He was talking a lot of trash. I thought he just talked a lot of trash and people heard the trash that he talked and set him up. I can see that. And I see that in, you see that um, him and Jeff somewhat fouled out. Everything was going wrong for him. His One of his husband left him for a woman. The other one killed himself. And everything was going wrong. So I guess that was a, a pertune time 
to, you know, use him, um, pinpoint him and to get even. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think that he, he hit him up when his, when both his husbands left him, so he was so vulnerable. Yeah, he was easy to, to honestly, like literally everything was going wrong. He was about to lose his zoo, which he practically did. He he was broke. He His husband killed himself. One of his husband killed himself. The other left him for a woman. He's just cool, just sad, depressed. <laughs> Remember what he said? I can't compete with a woman. I can't compete with that. If you leave me for a man, no problem. But how, how can I compete if you leave me for a woman? So, and, and one of his workers, too, he's not like a random woman. It's like literally in front of his his face. I wouldn't say in front of his face because he had another man at the time, you know? But he was open. Like, honestly, he married both men at the ceremony. And two of them were willing, which I understand because they were young, they were stupid, they were on drugs, right. and he had money. The thing is, he didn't even have that much money. No, he, his money he got, from what I understand, is from the lawsuit from his brother. Because I don't know if you remember that his brother was in an accident in like mid-1990s. And they won a lawsuit of like about over a hundred thousand dollars. And then at the time too, he was working with the pet shop, so he sold the pet shop and he got some money, and that's how he built the JW Zoo. So that's GW where he got his Yeah, GW Zoo. So hold that's up, where hold up, great. I didn't hold up. Yeah, shout out to my lady. She really was doing her research. I forgot all about that. What a, a good point. I didn't, I forgot how he, I forgot how he made his money. I just thought he was just a middle class dude. Okay, so that's, I do feel that they set Joe up. He wasn't that bright. And it was just effed up of Carol to sue his parents and try to take all his parents' money. What do they have to do with it? Because he had to take, because like I said, the lawsuit was to the family, not necessarily him. So that's how he got most of his money. So he, and remember they went, she filed a um, lawsuit with copyright infringement in like, 2013 and then she won one million dollars so where he get this money to for one million dollars and on top of that she bargained that no pet clubbing no um breeding so and that's where he generated most of his funds so he had she was trying to right but she was trying to bankrupt him because all his money came through those breeding and everything else and yeah, I just, she wanted she wanted to show power. She wanted to prove that you know what you doing all of this. I'm gonna you know do this to show you that this is not okay. You know what I mean? Right. So I understand why, why she and she had the money. She had the time, you know, to do all of that. She had millions of dollars. They're just stocking up there, and he, she was already generating more money through her videos with the with her um. What's her thing? Big Cat Rescue. Hold on. I forgot to even talk about that. You just reminded me. So Carol, like we said, Carol, she got most of her money from her husband. But So all these people, they don't make that much money, right? So at um at Joe's little farm, everyone gets $100 and a place to stay. At Aunt Antville, Antville Doc Antville gets 100 These girls get 100 Right, Doc. These girls get $150 a week to work with cats. And Carol doesn't pay these people nothing. She has all volunteers, and she doesn't even know the volunteers' names until they work for her for seven years. She has 
a hundred volunteers. She has she she divides them into how many years they they've volunteered, and there are people that actually work like working hours and they don't get paid. Probably like a t-shirt, probably meals, but they don't get an actual pay. So she's like saving up money there. So her most expense would be the maintenance and feeding of these animals, practically, and maybe marketing. Her, her, right, her. but she gets all she gets mad donations from everyone else. So Carol is the villain of this show. Like they try to make Joe the villain of the show, but Joe is probably the most likable person because he just wants to be a star. He just wants to be a reality star. That's it. That's all Joe wants to be. Uh, I personally, I think I like Doc the most. <laughs> Why? Why? I think it's Doc because I think Why? Doc. But the reason why I like Doc because Doc was just a guru. He was cool, and he defended Joe. Like, he held Joe down to the end. You sure didn't like him because he had many women? No, because he influenced Joe because Joe had a lot of dudes. You know what I mean? What? Okay. He said that, he said that, that, he said that Joe said that Doc was his mentor. That's yeah, because he's like, he has, like, one of the biggest ones in America, and then he he's done shows like late, late night shows. He's like celebrities come and you know all of that. So of course he has it there, and he makes money. He makes man money. Here yeah, the monkeys doing a birthday party. Or something yeah, the birthday party, something like that. So it's it's interesting to know that you know how he came about and making all this money and to have Joe just trying but he's just I think his emotions he's just emotional that's that was his yeah his downfall was just being emotional like I feel like if Joe never would have did that copyright infringement he could have still been Tiger King no I even if he if he never got sued if he never got sued for that a million dollars like what? If she, if he, all right, if he didn't get, he may still antagonize her, like still send videos that threats. He actually broke into, he actually went to her place and stole her diary. What kind of craziness is that? Wait, what episode was that? He stole her diary? Yes, and scan it and start reading on his YouTube and start read <laughs> stuff and to insinuate that she killed her um, second husband. The Her first husband. The, no, her second, second husband. husband. She got married. She ran away from her house, if I'm correct, at 16, got married. And then she left her husband, like, wrong 21, something like that. And then she married the millennial after that. So that's her second husband. And Lady was fighting me the whole time about watching the show. And now she's dang near hooked. She knows more about it than I do. Well, if you're watching the show, you should know the full information of, of it. You can't just watch a show and not understand the whole dynamic of it. The only thing, the only thing I didn't like about Joe at the end was when he started snitching. He tried to take the whole. He tried to take every cat person. Snitch too, especially if I know they sent me. Hold up, hold up. We're about to get married. She will not snitch. She's not a part of. Don't ever say that <laughs> live on this podcast. To be fair, if I was in that position, knowing that all my colleagues, my friends who I thought were my friends, set me up to say stupid things. And sent it to send me to jail for twenty two years, and I know that they are not good. I would, I would, 
I will give up the information too so you can understand what they put me in because all of them are dirty and sneaky. All of them. Even Joe went to jail for us sometime, so all of them went to jail. Doc didn't go to jail, and the thing with the people he snitched on, lady, he snitched on a different camp. I could see if he snitched on everyone in Oklahoma. Okay, the whole tribe has to get down that work with him. But he was snitching on South Carolina. He was showing documents of puppies. I don't know what the baby cubs that he's shown. Some, some zoosters and stuff like that. But still, I, I could get that. I understand. But that was his form of getting out. And that he only had that information. He just doesn't want. He's famous, you know. To be fair, now he is famous. But not the way how he wanted to be famous. No, he is a Tiger King. He got what he got. He's on the largest platform in the world, but he's locked up. So he's just going to get nothing. But I'm about to write him a letter now. I'm about to write him a letter now. And say what? I'm going to say thank you for what you did for this culture. I know you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I will not be surprised even if Carol approached um, Jeff and asked them to set up Joe because she has the money. And Jeff needed the money because, remember, he lost a lot of money with Joe and his campaign. So I would not be surprised that Carol approached Jeff and be like, you know what, here's some money here for your Zoom. Let's get this going. I will not be surprised. She had, no, the, money. I, she had the time. They needed the money. All of them needed the money. No, I think Carol set all of them up. I think Carol set all of them up. I think Jeff took the money and he sacrificed Joe and that other dude. But the thing is, with Netflix, the, dude, the only only Joe got sacrificed. No, they sacrificed the the dude that they called Chucky. He was trying to get a part of the zoo, and they cut him out of it. Oh him? Oh okay, yeah. Well, that's what happened when you deal with delinquents, and you're just as you know what I mean. But I understand when he said he had to euthanize tigers. I understand like sometimes you got to euthanize horses. So I understand that. I don't think he was doing anything malicious. You're still defending Doc? No, Doc. Doc, there no one to catch Doc because Doc he cremated the tigers. I'm talking about when Joe. Remember they arrested him? Then they put him. They put all the stuff for saying he killed. They found tiger bones underneath. Um, when they start digging up stuff. Yeah, that was like in late 2017. That was like right around the time when he left the zoo. So I know they're just trying to stick it to him. So uh. Thanks for answering. I didn't think you answered the phone. <laughs> Whatever. Is there anything else I can help you with? No. If you want to say anything to Joe, to Joe Exotic right now, what would you like to say to him? You should have shut your mouth up. You should have never said anything. You should have never recorded anything. Put it up on YouTube. Because now it's... Yeah. Now you're, like you said, you're in Belize, we said, now take your bukut. He's taking his bukut. His who? Bukut. What does that mean for the Americans? Yeah. Um, what's a nice way to say it? It's, bukut is like a long, hard shell fruit. So normally, um, when you're in a situation and you have the bukut, you have to take it. You have to take the full blunt of that whole, long, thick bukut. All right, folks, that was my fiance, uh, about to be my wife, lady. Thanks for calling, and we appreciate it. Call us. We're live, everybody. We're live tonight. Happy quarantine. That was uh, that was my lady. Called in. She just watched it.
wow, she just filled us in so much. I forgot. That's how Joe made his money. He made his money off an accident, and he had $100,000, and he went down and bought some tigers. You honestly, man, free Joe Exotic, man. I know, Joe, you didn't do it. I know these boys set you up. We know freaking Carol did it because that's how them girls are in Tampa, Florida. That's, that's messed up. I can't say that. But that's how them old women are in Tampa, Florida. You make them mad, and they'll set you up, and they'll get you out of here. And old women in Tampa don't like ceiling fans. I don't know what it is. They just don't like ceiling fans. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was the podcast tonight, One Man, One Tree in the Hill. Uh, Free the Tiger King, Joe Exotic.